Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Welcome back to the podcast and I can't wait to introduce you to our episode 13 special guest Lane Beachley, seven times world champion, Australian icon and all-round achiever in all things in her personal and professional life with a never give up attitude. We're going to be talking about empowerment today. So in this episode, Lane and I chat about the value of empowerment, the importance of self-belief and the role of leadership to empower others to be their personal best. Now, before I get into that, I just want to give you a couple of quick tips and follow up as well. Thanks, Sasha, for the review on iTunes. I'm very lucky to have you to take your time to go in there. And I'm glad you enjoyed the podcast with Trevor Hendy on awareness and also the one on supplements with Selassie Betty. So I'm looking forward to bringing more of those back in. And to Therese Roby, thank you for your comment on more fit tips on targeting those difficult areas. So I will be uploading some videos on the vitalitycoach.com com.au and giving you lots of five-minute workouts to help integrate into busy lives. On this edition of the body podcast as well, on episode 13, down the bottom of the show notes, I'm giving a special offer of the four-week program that I've run throughout January with resounding success, so we're going to keep that going. It's $39 for four weeks, a complete fitness, nutrition, fitspiration program with me, with personal coaching as well, and feedback if you email us in your questions with me and my team. So I look forward to having you on board for that. Just hop down the bottom of the podcast and click on the button there beside the description. Also, don't forget, we're leading into Maui for a very, very special retreat for our 10-year anniversary at the Lumeria Eco Resort. We'll be capturing some incredible content and creating some amazing moments there. We have two spaces left. So if you are interested in coming to Maui in May 3 to 9, 2014, uh, to Lumeria Eco Resort with me and our team, then please email me, nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. I have two places left. I'd love to have you join us. All right, guys, without further ado, I want to get into uh, episode 13. So what drives you to be successful and achieve your dreams? You know, do you have the positive mental approach to feel empowered, overcome challenges, and strive to achieve your goals? So along with the insights and tips, Lane's going to give us her three easy tips on creating change and empowering yourself to achieve success. I can't wait to get you involved in this discussion. Would love your feedback in the comments box. And don't forget, I've added some downloads, some PDFs, and some great charts to help you find out what your personal values are. Okay, so welcome back. Um, I'm doing episode 13 with one of my favorite people and good friend, Lane Beachley. So hi, Lane. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for joining today. Thanks for having me. We've had a pretty busy morning this morning, and I think we've discussed some very topical facts about empowering people, uh, creating the life that you want, and finding your why. And the one thing we want to talk to you about on this podcast for episode 13 is really the first aspect of empowerment. Yes, and I think to elaborate on the busyness that we've had this morning, I've been working with Nikki at a roundtable event just at home, establishing my why and establishing my 
uh, current direction and establishing more structure around my life. And once I realize the fact that my ultimate vision in life is to empower other people, it makes the decisions that you make in the rest of your life very easy to make. So I truly enjoyed and valued that session we had this morning. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think that this is a really great tip as well. Life is organic, so you don't have to have the January 1st to sit down and write your new resolutions and goals. I think it's a really great time. Especially if you're hungover. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's a really great idea to sit down with a pen and paper and really write out, you know, what you're, you're, what you're doing with your life this year, what you want to achieve with your life in order to create it, and also what you want to do for other people. How do you want to be making your mark? Exactly. And they also understand that if you can't bring it out in yourself, sit down with people like you or people that trusted mentors and friends and guiders in your life that can bring out the best in you and that can bring things to your attention that you may not be aware of yourself yeah and we do that equally for each other we certainly do <laughs> yeah so what we'll do at the end of my show notes on the vitalitycoach.com.au with this episode which is 13 i'll actually put a checklist on how you can create your little mind map um, to show you what Lane and I do on a regular basis. And hopefully that will help you get clearer on your goals. It does not matter. You don't need to be in business to do this. This is, you are your business. You are your brand. Exactly. You so, are your bestseller and we want you to all be your personal cheerleaders this year. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So personal cheerleaders. So Lane, let's um, maybe do more of an interview format for you because you have so much to say. I can be a bit quieter this time. <laughs> okay. Um, I think everyone at home wants to hear more from Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> but if, those of you that haven't tuned in, this is lanebeachy.com, seven times world champion surfer, amazing woman, philanthropist, um, founder of the Aim for the Stars, the Lane Beachley Foundation, which empowers and assists young women in achieving their goals, everything from cultural, sportual, sporting and, um, you know, business, art, science, academia, you exactly. name it, we support it. And Lane sits on at least four uh, national and international level boards. She's an ambassador for Wyndham Hotels and Resorts Group uh, and does myriad of other tasks, including Conscious Living for the Planet Ark. Yes, yes, I do uh, recycling Planet Ark for cartridges campaign, so recycling the ink cartridges in printers and things like that. So I've been actually the face of their aluminium can recycling campaign for seven years, and now we've changed direction, just to mix it up a little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're moving on to plastic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I'm all about the environment. Yeah. Obviously, I live in the water, and I, and I love the ocean, and so anything I can do to assist the environment becoming stronger, then I'm all for it. And we'll be covering that off when I interview and Lane and I chat conscious living and top 10 tips that you can easily do at home to create nice change for the environment and your health. But right now, before we even start on that, I want to talk about the, the topic of empowerment and self-belief. Mm -hmm. And Lane, what does empowering or the word empower mean to you? Let's just set that out there. It's a very good question. I think empowerment means living by really positive example. And at first, empowerment or belief or love, it all has to start with the self. You have to be able to willi be willing to empower yourself and believe in yourself. And that comes with a really clear vision of what you want to achieve. And then once you work out what you want, then you can establish a, a great structure of how you're going to achieve it. And then when you become really clear on what you want and how you're going to achieve it, then it empowers you to make the right decisions. So empowerment as a kid came for me from just setting a goal. And then I felt more empowered every time I achieved my short-term goals, getting closer and closer and closer to achieving my ultimate long-term goal of becoming a world champion. 
but it's about following a process for, for, for you. It's, you know, lots of structures and processes, whereas I'm a Gemini, I'm very easily distracted, so I fail to follow process and structure. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I said that at a conference recently, and a guy laughed so hard he split his pants. So <laughs> he obviously has a Gemini wife. <laughs> but empowerment all comes down to the choices that you make and the decisions that you make based on what you truly want. Yeah, and that's great. And there's two things. Empowerment is empowering yourself with self-belief. And by doing that, you can empower others to achieve their goals and dreams, which is what Lane does on a, a daily basis. And it's it's amazing how when you set a goal and you go out and achieve it, how much inspiration is drawn from that. I mean, if you think about the people that inspire you, they're the kind of people that are successful, they're positive, they're driven, they're game changers, they're rule breakers, they're renegades. And, and they're the kind of people that have to find that empowerment from within. And then they draw on people and forms of inspiration that empower them to continue to be powerful because if you're not being powerful and if you're not empowering yourself then you're being overpowered and then you're out of control yeah. life is spiraling in a really negative way yeah and the funny thing is with this type of discussion it could go off into so many segues such as accountability mm -hmm. coming off autopilot finding your dream team and i'm sure that Leah and i will find time to really discuss tips on how you can tick those boxes and the first step is i think believing that anything is possible because once you start to sort of take the blinkers off and think, what am I capable of, then your perspective changes. A hundred percent. It's amazing how you will absolutely that your beliefs determine your outcomes and all of the results, all of the experiences we have created in life are a direct reflection of the beliefs that we have. So if you don't believe it's possible, then it isn't. If you believe it is, then it is. And the thing is, I learned that from a very young age, growing up surfing at Manly as a four-year-old, I was constantly harassed and intimidated, threatened, told that I was a girl, I can't be out here, you know, you're, you shouldn't be out here because this is only a, a domain for men. And then, it, and then I believe, because I believed in myself and I believed that I had just as much right to be in the water, I constantly challenged people's perspectives, I, I challenged people's opinions, I challenge people's beliefs in me and that actually turned their belief around to believe in me. So when you believe in yourself and you believe in your objectives, you believe in your outcomes, you can create them. Yeah, and that authenticity is vital. Absolutely. Because it, it can't be come. someone else's goal. No. Yeah, are you living according to your own life's values or someone else's? Yeah, exactly. And I know this sounds all very kind of, well, that sounds great. How am I going to apply it at home? But I promise you we will be sharing that with you and – it doesn't matter if your goal is just to start cooking healthier things for your children and family or decide to kind of get your mojo back or run your business better or whatever it is or choose a challenge this year which is personal. Yeah, absolutely. When you have something that's personal to you, it motivates you and empowers you to start taking action because when you get frustrated, you're actually in a really negative state. So the idea is to become dissatisfied because the minute you're dissatisfied, it's a precursor to positive change. And then once you've got that precursor and you feel empowered again, then you'll start making the right decisions. So get out of that frustration or that negativity or that belief pattern that's, that's self-deprecating and start to believe that things are possible. But to believe they're possible, they have to be personal. They have to mean something to you. Yeah, and, and that's really important. So just to recap that, to believe that things are possible, they have to be personal. So why are you writing down your goals and doing your dream sheet? Make sure they're authentic to you. Yeah. And if you hear little voices pop up that are like, oh, you can't do that, you know, write down those barriers on another side of the paper, recognize them, and then move on. Yeah, because the sooner you acknowledge and recognize things, the sooner you let them go. And it's funny how we'll write down goals according to other people's beliefs in us as well. So so-and-so would love, me to, love to see me achieve this. Is it 
that valuable to you that you want to achieve it or is it do you want to achieve it because someone else wants to see you achieve it or do you from my perspective especially when I was competing and winning I had to maintain my goals of success and winning because all of my peers wanted to see me lose so I really yeah. had to focus on becoming the champion and focusing on the processes and the little things that enable me to continue achieving my goals. Yeah, and that's a beautiful point as well. Once you start to put a stake in the ground to, and you start to make behavioural changes and lifestyle changes, you will get what I call uh, natural human attrition where people will start <laughs> saying, um, Lane, have another glass of wine, Nikki's not around. <laughs> they will challenge your conviction because you're a reflection that you are doing something with your life. So don't be put off by people challenging you and trying to take you off track or perhaps not believing in you as you would like. That's just natural human behaviour to it be is. testing you. And I actually embrace people's challenges. I embrace the people that, that question me. I even embrace negative people in my life because they give me an opportunity for me to assess and prioritise what's important to me. So when I start questioning myself, I have to stop myself in my tracks and go, hang on, why am I questioning myself? Well, it's based on what so-and-so said to me. So why does that make me feel this way? Like, What is it about it that's true or what is it about it that's false? What is it about it that makes me question myself? Do Does that resonate with me? Does that truly really make me believe in something different? No? Okay, then I'm on the right path. Yes? Yeah. Okay, then I need to change direction. So people try and eliminate challenge and negativity out of their life, but it's actually a really important value to have in your life because it keeps you on track. Yeah, and I mean, we've all had moments where you just think the bottom has fallen out of everything and then brilliance comes afterwards. And yeah. the closer you get to greater achievements, the more frequently and sometimes the more painful they will happen, but then mm. you are only going to experience, you know, the best things to come. So hang in there, never give up, and just stay with that conviction. And if you're struggling at the moment to find your self-belief, let's chat to people about three tools they can do to centre and sort of get their mindset matching their goals. So how would people get some self-belief back? Well, the first thing they need to do is identify their own personal values. What's important in your life? What, what are the things that you value? Now, I'm not talking about social idealisms. I'm not talking about honesty, integrity, and and those kind of things because I refer to them and Dr. John Martini talks about this in his books about social idealisms. This is how we are socially or idealistically expected to behave. I'm talking about true values. What are your true fundamental values? Is it making friends? Is it? And your values will change as you evolve through time. So when you're a kid, it's all about belonging and making friends and being part of a group or being you know, make, getting great scores academically and then it's all about securing a job that, that's really fun or, or rewarding and then it's about as you become more successful, it's about giving back and so what's your true values? And my true values are achievement. I love to achieve and you also find that your greatest values stem from your biggest voids. Um, my second best value or my second greatest value is freedom. I love to experience freedom, which is why I tend to rebel against authority because they're crushing me. <laughs> I, f I don't feel free when I'm there. The other value I, I truly have is learning. I love to learn. I love to evolve. I love to, I love to learn from people, from books, from experiences. I just love to learn and evolve and grow as a human being. So they're my three personal values. And when you're really clear on your values, once again, you're empowered. And then you start to create goals that are congruent with your values. But if you're creating goals congruent with other people's values, other people's perspective, other people's wants or desires of you, then you're not living an empowered life. You're not living true to your purpose and true to your passion. And therefore, you won't believe in what you're striving to achieve. Yeah. 
exactly so your mindset and your basic dna has to match your outward your outward goals yeah and i think with social media and instagram facebook and all these pictures and seeing what's on the outside you can kind of get a false representation and especially with teenagers and younger people listening to this as well or if you've got teenagers it's very difficult to um to see the wood for the trees isn't it is mm. that the right expression yes all the trees um, through the woods. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> Needle in the haystack. Yeah, it's easy to find those. Um, <laughs> but the metal detector. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but what I think what we're trying to talk about and Lane presents to teenagers, and I've been doing a lot of, is, is don't be, someone might have a photo on, on the internet and you might think, wow, I want to look like them. But you know what? You don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So take stock to, to make a chance to see how, what your personal best looks like. Exactly. And what's important to you will determine what your personal best looks like. Yeah. So you've really got to take the time because all of us, as we grow older and start working within organisations, they all have a vision, mission and values. And the values that you have really determine the decisions that you make in life. So what's important to you will determine the directions that you take, the decisions that you make and the outcomes you create. Yeah, exactly. And so the second thing is once you've identified those important personal values, and we'll put a few ideas and recap what those potential ones will be online for you, mm -hmm. uh, what would be the second step to really regaining that self-belief? Creating an empowering team of people around you, your dream team, My dream team which yeah. Nikki refers to all the time as your dream team, making sure that you have people around you that believe in you, sometimes more than you believe in yourself, but that believe in your goals and that present you with challenges in a positive way to give you that opportunity to take stock, to assess, to reassess, to prioritise. You know, all the biggest retailers in the world do stock takes halfway through their year and that is to determine what stock is moving, what stock isn't moving, what do we need to eliminate, what do we need to regenerate. It's all about recalibration, which is what you talk about a lot. If you think about yourself as a retail chain, we need to take stock. We need to do stock takes every six months to make sure we're going in the right direction and we're getting the best value for the input that we're getting to generate the outcome that we want. But it's all about the people that you have around you, having yeah. the best sales staff yeah. to, to move the stock. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got to have the people that bring out the best in you. So, And that once again, once you've identified what you need or what you want, then it's easier for you to identify what you need yeah. and who you need to have around you. So, for example, as a kid, when I realised I wanted to become a world champion surfer, I was then I looked at my competition and I looked at what they were doing and how they were doing it and then instead of comparing myself to them I brought it back to being about me and I thought well am I fit enough am I strong enough am I do I have the right ability do I have the right equipment and all of the answers were no so who do I have to surround myself with to get the best out of myself? Well, the personal trainer that's training all the world champions is a good start. Yeah. So I started working with him. The surf coach that's training all the world champions, I'll go work with him. The guy that's making the most amount of boards for the best surfers in the water, I'll go get some boards from him. So identifying the best of the best and bringing them into your into your world because when people see that you're committed to achieving something, they'll commit themselves to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it all comes back to having that authenticity because it's so easy to describe and explain and get people on board when you can do it with authenticity yep. and you're excited about your goal. And uh, you don't have to be into a world um, – you don't have to have a world title on your list today, folks. 
But mm-hmm. you could just decide that you want to change your life around right. and you, it needs to shift. And let's call out clean, cleaning out your mental pantry. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's called meditation. Yeah. <laughs> so get rid of all the old boxes of products and thoughts and processes that are not serving you well and that are processed and, and marketed to you and just get back to basics. Yes. Yeah. Just, just eliminate all the unnecessary distractions and, and be conscious of the limitations that you're applying to yourself. You know, all these self-implied limitations really prevent you from fulfilling anything in life it's really important that you focus on well you become you know you talk about conscious living but you focus on what you're capable of as opposed to what you're not capable of because what you think about you create what you think about you manifest thought is very expansive and the more you think about it the faster you create it so it's really important that you eliminate those limitations so that's a great point three. Maybe write down, and I call it your procrastination list. Or your, or <laughs> procrastination? Like, yeah, procrastination list. You're like your good angel, bad angel. You're always going to have something on your shoulder which is, ah. You know, recognize those. Write them down as point three for your yes. self-belief. Recognize them and start getting rid of them. Yeah, recognize the roadblocks and the self-imposed roadblocks from the start. I'm not good enough. I'm not tall enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm just not enough. You know, once you become enough, then you are, again, very empowered. And yeah. then that, that way you start believing in yourself and then you go back to point one. Yeah. So, yes, eliminate the distractions. And it's no, it's not by accident that Lane's talking to us about empowerment and feels so passionate about it because her own journey has made her an expert in this field. That's true. It's made her able to have empathy and understanding for what it's like to be in the middle of the mess of not knowing where to go, but knowing you had to do something. Yes, and that's the thing. If you stay still, if you stay still, then you'll get run over. <laughs> so yeah. you've got to keep moving. Yes. And like I said, when you become dissatisfied, you'll start making a you'll make a decision that's a positive one, as opposed to being frustrated and stuck. And I've been in stuck ruts before. And the the best thing I can best piece of advice I can give you is first, when you're feeling stuck and in a rut. Acknowledge that you are stuck and in a rut. And then secondly, share it with somebody, someone that's positive and influential and that can give you guidance on even just listen to you so you feel better because you've now spoken about it. And the minute you you speak about it and and acknowledge it, you're now taking responsibility to do something about it. But if you don't speak about it and you don't acknowledge it, then you won't take any responsibility and therefore you'll stay there. Yeah, and that that comes down to even if you're worried about finances or you just – you've got a new personal trainer that you don't like working with or you're worried about whatever it is, you can't make a plan to get yourself out of that situation unless you actually sit there and approach it like a project. Yeah, I think the, the great example of how that works is when I was an athlete liaison officer for the Australian Olympic team at the London Olympics and I was alongside John Eel, Steve Warren, Kieran Perkins and the swim team failed to perform to the extent that we had expectations for. We expected a lot more gold medals other than just one. And so... Because of that poor performance, it resonated through the whole Australian village, through the whole Australian team. We were all feeling quite sombre, very disappointed, dissatisfied, even a little bit disillusioned by that lack of performance in the pool. And so the whole team was walking around really just lacking confidence. And it was really affecting, it was permeating the performance of every other every other Australian team, whether they're in or out of the village. It was fascinating how that energy just permeates through the team. So as a management squad, we all got together and went, right, something's not working. Instead of talking about what didn't work and why it hasn't worked, let's talk about, because we're very short on time, let's talk about what are we going to do to fix it. So we acknowledged something didn't work. 
now we have to identify, okay, these are the tools or these are the processes or this is the structure, this is the plan that we are going to put in place to ensure that the following week the team performed to the best of their capability, such as celebrating the milestones, celebrating the little achievements that you make. When did winning a bronze medal at the Olympic Games become unsatisfactory? It's all about celebrating the little things, acknowledging inspirational acts of the day, acknowledging personal best performances, acknowledging season best performances, acknowledging bronze medals, silver medals, just celebrating the little things. And then the biggest thing that we had to focus on was watching the subtleties of our language physically and verbally, being aware of the words that we're using instead of hope, I think, I guess, could, would, should, letting go of all that ego-fueled words and verbiage and start focusing on I can, I will, I trust, I believe this is going to happen and taking control of our verbiage and also taking control of how we physically present ourselves, being more energetic, more sprightly, Coming back to being proud Australians again, as opposed to walking down with our heads down, our shoulders round forward, thinking, shaking our heads, going, what just went wrong? How did that just happen? You know, we stayed stuck in that rut yeah. for too long. Mm. So, so we addressed it. And the yeah. sooner we addressed it, the quicker we took action. Yeah. And you can do this, uh, you know, you can do that fantastic strategy at home. Even you can, with your kids, celebrate small milestones, put up a medal chart, do little stars for things, but also turn it around. Exactly. And they can do it for you. Exactly. But that's what teens were doing that we weren't doing. I walked past the Russians village, which is right next door to us, and every single medal that was won, they had up on their window, the colour of the medal and the name of the person above it. There was a major celebration war going on. And whenever a, a medal-winning champion, a medal-winning performance was coming back into the village from the Austrian team, there was a massive celebration outside their front door. So people knew. And so when you heard these celebrations, when people walk around with confidence and feeling like they're victorious and there's a lot of celebration going on, it makes you question yourself. Am I doing enough? I want to experience that. I don't I don't know if I'm doing enough. So when you are confident, it makes people around you question themselves. Yeah, exactly. so, and that's how I managed to psych out my competition. Yeah. When I was in the competitive arena, I never doubted myself. I may have doubted myself outside of the water and, you know, in training sessions and things like that. But when I was in comp- competition mode, I was not in a state of doubt or criticism or self-sabotage. Yeah, and that you know what, it sounds very easy, I know. And, and it's not why, really. <laughs> and while you're sitting in, in Chile, Philadelphia, and, and oh, thanks for tuning in, by the way, America, you guys have been giving the best reviews, so thank you. G'day, guys. Uh, yeah, g'day from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we want to do is we want to translate what I would call that high-performance mentality into everyday life. Yes. Like start using those simple skills and those, like, you know, the language, I can, I will, I am, those sort of things. I can, so I will, I believe, I trust. Yeah. If you're using the language such as I hope so, I think so, I guess so, there's a lack of conviction and a lack of belief. So just start even changing those words in your verbiage, in your emails. I hope you're having a good day. I trust you're having a good day. Yeah. Things like that make an enormous difference to just subconsciously your being. It just becomes a lot, whole lot more empowered. That, and that's a great tip. And, you know, once you've started on that self-belief journey as well, share your goals and your vision with those that you love and will support you. Yes, because then they will hold you accountable. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll accept full responsibility. One other thing I wanted to say, we were talking about worrying about all sorts of things. The best piece of advice, one of the best pieces of advice I was given from a friend of mine saying, if you, if you are worried about how you look, you look worried. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Yeah, I say write it down. <laughs> get it get it out there, get it off out of your body, out of your mind and put it down as as an 
as something tangible because yep. all these thoughts that we have there they may seem intangible but they actually manifest themselves physically so you know a winner when they stand tall and you you can physically pull your belly button to your spine and change your posture immediately so if you're in a situation at work or you've been bullied at school or you're just feeling flat sit there roll take your a shoulders deep breath back. take a deep breath roll your shoulders back put your belly button into your spine and lift yourself up empower yourself just with your posture and your breath Exactly, and it's really as simple as that. It is. But you need to keep doing it. Yes, it does require a bit of consistency. <laughs> it takes about 21 days to establish a new habit and about two days to lose it. So <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, exactly. So what we want to do is empower you to actually start thinking about your goals and processes differently um, to create a dream team around you. And if you're stuck, you know you can send an email at the comments box and say, how do I find those people? You can go back to the top 10 traits of a great trainer. Um, you know, you can apply those those same traits to any type of person that you're asking professional advice on. And you can read self-help books. There's plenty of them out there. Seven Habits of the Highly Successful People. I mean, there's loads of books out there. That yeah. Even the new Hero book by Rhonda Byrne is a fantastic tool on what the most successful people in the world do to keep themselves going. Yeah. And then, you know what, just start with yourself. Start with yourself. It all starts with, it's yeah. actually it all starts and ends with the self. Yeah. So don't worry if you're not, it's not about, you know, earning millions. It's about having your best health. Well, it might be for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's yeah. earning millions for you, good luck for it. Go for it. But there's three simple things you need to do. Identify what you want, surround yourself with your dream team and remove those self-limitations. And we'll be putting that on there. And Lane, thank you for an engaging uh, and upbeat discussion and something we're both very passionate about. Thanks for having me, Nikki. And we'll be tuning in for another podcast on finding your why. Why? Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll be finding out about that later. Okay. So if you've got any questions, um, and don't forget, you can actually get a copy of Lane's book, um, Beneath the Waves, her first autobiography book which has come out um, my one and only autobiography actually <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's going to be something yeah, coming there up soon something in the pipeline <laughs> nikki's put it on my list of things to do excuse the pun pipeline <laughs> <laughs> anyway um we hope that we're going to engage and give you some energy nikki, to get we out don't there. hope we know oh we trust we trust that we have been engaging and that we've lifted your energy and your spirits and your belief in yourself exactly so go out there create something today you're proud of and um and i'll be finishing off with some special news as always at the end of this podcast and don't forget to review on itunes until then stay healthy and happy hi guys i hope you enjoyed this episode 13 of my podcast with lane beachley and don't forget to put your comments and feedback on the blog post on the vitalitycoach.com.au. It's there so we can fine-tune what you guys want to hear and get your feedback to constantly improve the show. I really want to provide some tangible, inspiring advice and share inspiration and tips and tools from these special guests. Coming up in the next episode, stay tuned to hear more from Jim L. Jacobs and I on Fitness 101 as we go through the running shoe diaries. More from the incredible Lane Beachley. I'll be introducing base jumper Heather Swan as we talk about, you know, going vegan, being a true athlete and conquering your fears. And I'm also heading back to Body Science HQ to chat naturals and superfoods with Selassie Betty. Don't forget that if you've always wanted to join me on one of my body break retreats, but you're not keen on groups, then I want exclusive individual retreats and I'm taking bookings now for June 2014 onwards. I'm fully booked up until June, but we're now taking bookings for individual retreats and I'd love to hear from you if you want to come and join me for some incredible coaching, food, fitness and accommodation 
um, ready to change your life for good, then email me directly, Nikki at the life at the vitalitycoach.com.au. That's Nikki at the vitalitycoach.com.au. I'll be happy to send you out our VitFit individual retreat agenda and what's included. So as per each episode, I wanted to leave you with a quote for the week ahead. You can't live a positive life with a negative mind. So there you go. Take the little quote away. Until next week, guys, you stay healthy and happy, and I look forward to having you signed up on my blog as well. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.